Miracy. Long ago, there was a mullah who went to a house of learning to offer his teachings. He had hoped for a full house of listeners, but only one man, a humble stable attendant, had shown up to listen. The mullah wondered whether it would be worthwhile to speak at all. At last, he turned to the man and asked, Shall I go ahead and speak, even though you are an audience of one? Hi, I'm Lisa Bloom, the story coach, and you're listening to Once Upon a Business. In each episode, we explore a story, a fairy tale, folk tale, or traditional story, so that we can discover the amazing lessons relevant for business and for entrepreneurs. The man listened to the mullah's question and answered, Master, I am not a learned man, but if I entered the stable and found it empty except for one horse, I would feed that one horse nonetheless. The mullah heeded these words and began to speak as planned. He became wholly engrossed with the subject matter and spoke on at great length. The humble stable attendant listened respectfully. After two hours, the mullah paused. I could go on all night, he said to his listener. Shall I continue? Master, replied the attendant, I am not a learned man, but if I came into the stable and found there but one horse, I would surely feed it, but I would not feed it all the grain in the stable. This is a story from Persia, retold by Erica Helm Reed. This story reminds me of the start of my journey as a business owner. I needed to get clients and had no real audience. I remember deciding that I would try tele-seminars. Back in the day, the way the technology worked, there would need to be a second person on the call in order for it to work. It was lucky that we had a second phone line in our house. I would get my partner to go into another room and open the line so that I could actually do the tele-seminar. And at first, no one showed up. I didn't even have the one person that the mullah had. It was just me in an echo chamber, practicing, working on my materials, and sometimes recording the talk so that I would have something to offer people. It was a pretty typical start in this industry. Over time, the audience grew, people would start showing up for the events, and I got clients, but I'll never forget that humble start. What I learned and what this story teaches is that you need to show up, give your best, and just do the work. I believe that's always true. The second part of the story speaks to humility or the lack thereof. The mullah, so carried away by his own brilliance, his own teachings, forgets that the audience is a humble stable attendant who teaches him that what he has shared is enough. I can relate to the mullah's passion to talk all night. I often feel that way when people ask me about storytelling. I tell them that I can talk about this until the cows come home. And I've learned over the years that that doesn't mean that I should. I have to admit that I've had the experience of being so passionate about something and talked away about it, only to realize that the person I'm speaking to is not so interested. I always find it hard to imagine that a person would not find it as fascinating as I do. It speaks to the passion of the entrepreneur who often gets carried away. Yet it's so important to be able to read your audience, both as a storyteller and as an entrepreneur, if for nothing else than to spare the suffering of the people you speak to. Seriously though, in order to be truly heard, you need to know when to stop talking. That's why I believe that less is more when it comes to business storytelling and every word counts. 
I have quite a painful memory of meeting up with a friend who I hadn't seen for several years. He asked questions about what had passed since we last met, and I launched into a detailed description of my life, travels, my family, everything that I had experienced. At some stage, a while later, he said he had to go. We hadn't gotten to the point where he shared very much of his life and it felt completely unbalanced. I was shocked and realized later that he'd been having a really hard time dealing with addiction and other desperate challenges. I was so busy sharing about myself that I really hadn't seen or heard him. Now, I'd love to say that I made it up to him, but in truth, I never saw him again and I felt bad about it ever since. It's so important to understand that story listening is just as important, if not more important, than storytelling. If we don't or can't listen to our audience or to the person in front of us, we cannot tell relevant and impactful stories. We can't connect at all. My friend, the brilliant Canadian storyteller, Dan Yashinsky, once told me that one of the most important skills of the storyteller is the ability to make a good cup of tea. Because the old woman who has the very best stories will love a cup of tea as you sit and listen to her tell her stories. I've carried this with me for years in my journey to learn to be a good story listener. It's been the biggest lesson for me as a coach and as a storyteller. So like the mullah, share your story, teach your wisdom, show up and do the work, but always remember to listen to your audience. And most important, don't forget to get off the stage. I'm Lisa Bloom, and you've been listening to Once Upon a Business. You can find out more about me at story-coach.com. That's story-coach.com. Once Upon a Business is part of the Miracy FM podcast network, which also includes such shows as Self-Awakened Lifestyle and Making It. This episode of Once Upon a Business was produced by Cynthia Lam. Mishi Lance and Jeff Govertson assembled the episode. Danny Inney is our executive producer. Post-production was by Post Office Sound. To catch the episodes that are coming up on Once Upon a Business, please follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you're listening right now. And if you like the show, please leave us a starred review. It really does help us out. Thank you. We'll see you next time.